What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Bishop Gilbert Coleman, and you're listening to Straight from the Pastor's Heart Ministries. Prepare yourself to receive what's going to be a life-changing word. So I want you to go with me to Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11, verse 20. Don't stand up. No. Thank you, Theodos. You always do it. I, but let's, let's just sit down. Let's maintain this decorum right where we are. Mark chapter 11, verse number 20. Thank God to see Pastor and Lady Militia uh, Edmonds both in the house today. Thank you again for being here today, man. Love y'all so much. Our son and daughter in ministry. Mark chapter 11, verse 20. Going down to verse number 24. Okay, Mark 11, verse 20. Y'all have that? All right, look what the word says. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, your King James says, verily, verily, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into, I told you, man, and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, what believe that you what receive them and you will what believe that you receive them it did not say work your brains out day in and day out it says believe and then receive and you will have them and very simply today i want to talk about for the uh, audio ministry, I just want to talk about the life of faith. The life of faith. Now, we have heard the phrase uh, created in his image and in his likeness so much that we only now embrace it as a cliche. We've heard that phrase over and over and over and over again as we come into worship experiences, we hear it online all the time and, you know, uh, your favorite preacher on YouTube and all that. You hear it constantly. But we've heard it, I believe, Deacon Taylor, so much until in actuality, it no longer carries any depth of meaning. In fact, that phrase now is even void of power. Because, in fact, the people of God really don't fully embrace what that scripture, what that, just that portion of the scripture actually means to be created in the image and likeness of God. And Perlina, because of our lack of understanding or our lack of adaptation to that particular portion of the scripture, what has also happened then uh, is that we have now self-identified, we have now labeled ourselves. 
And so we label ourselves with uh, all sorts of, um, uh, uh, I guess things we ascribe to ourselves that actually have nothing to do with what it is that God has actually pre-intended and pre-ordained for us to be and to do in the earth realm. So we call ourselves Baptists. We call ourselves Methodists. We call ourselves Lutheran. We call ourselves Episcopalians. We call ourselves Catholics. We call ourselves Protestants. We call ourselves Church of God in Christ. We call ourselves Pentecostal. Y'all don't like what I'm saying now, do you? So we call ourselves all these things that we have ascribed to ourselves that has nothing to do with God's intention for us as mankind in the earth realm. We don't apply any of what he actually has said to us. And so to put all those kinds of labels upon ourselves brings us to a place to where no longer are we in the image and likeness of God because now we ascribe to what Adam did in Genesis chapter 5 and the Bible says that Adam after creating his own children no longer had the image of God they were created in Adam's image because the truth is Barbie the truth is Barb is that there's only been two men created Y'all uh, quiet on me, Daryl. I don't know if they want to understand me, Daryl. There's only been two men created because in First Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible says that Adam or Adam actually was the first Adam, and the Bible said that Christ was the last Adam. So there's only been two men created. So either you're gonna be like Adam, or you're gonna be like Christ. It's just that simple. But what we've done though, Ness, is that we've put ourselves all in between. We want everything that exists between that as opposed to ascribing to either or. The Bible says either you're going to be cold or, uh-huh, but if you're lukewarm, God says you make me sick to my stomach. So we don't really, we don't, Christy, we don't, we don't really understand then exactly who we are. Now I'm going to give you a lot of scripture today, so please make sure you write these scriptures down. These are going to be important to your study time, all right? So the first scripture I want to give you today is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. So look at what it says. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Now, the word ambassador actually means a government official of the highest order. An ambassador is the, of the highest ranking official. In fact, that individual has the authority and the power to be able to speak for the sovereign of the nation. And they can go to that nation that they are assigned to and they can speak with authority that is given to them by the individual who is the prime minister or the president or you know king, queen, whatever they are. But they go there and they speak with authority for that individual. So now the Bible says we are ambassadors for Christ. So the Lord has placed you in the earth realm and you are a government official of the highest order. And you have been given the authority to speak for the sovereign who is God. Are y'all with me? So we are ambassadors, right, for Christ. And, watch this, and here's the message we're supposed to give. As though God 
were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So that's the message that you've been given. The problem, as I was saying a moment ago, Jordan, is that there's too many of us in the body of Christ that have yet to actually acquire their voice. We are too quiet. The only place in many instances that we make noise is when we come in this building. But the Bible said, let the redeemed of the Lord who have been redeemed from the hands of the enemy. So therefore, you are supposed to have a voice in society, in the culture, that ultimately is going to make such an impact that we change the culture so that it becomes the kingdom of God. Are y'all with me so far? Okay, so then look at this, John. So then God intends that we all then be on a steady path of growth and maturity. We're supposed to be on a steady path of growth and maturity. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2 says, As newborn babes desire the pure milk or the pure substance of the word so that you can do what? Grow. So we're supposed to grow in the what? Grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So therefore, you're supposed to be doing a study of him and his life and his ways because of the fact that he is, according to Peter in verse 21 of that same First Peter 2, he is our example. So we're supposed to be following his example. So therefore, you and I are supposed to demonstrate and to also exemplify who Christ is in the earth realm so that when they see you and me, they're not supposed to see us, but they're supposed to see Christ. But you have desire to grow. But here's our problem, y'all. Too many of us have become too busy to study. Yeah, yeah, because you got too much to do. Yeah, in fact, many of us have gotten to the place to now, you don't have no problem working seven days a week. Y'all got quiet on the brother. Yeah, and, and, and the word says... The word says that if, in fact, you're working seven days a week, you're in sin. There's supposed to be a Sabbath in your life. Every one of us is supposed to have a day of rest. But many of us don't take the time to rest because I, I got to keep going. I, I, I got to keep doing it. I, I got to work it out. But, but here's the thing. Y'all just saw in the scripture, it says, believe and receive. So the Lord, watch this. It is, that's it. Yes, am I trying to say that there should not be some level of sweat equity that goes along with this? Absolutely. However, at the same time, though, you can't work hard enough to outdo God. So you got to spend time in growth. You got to spend time in maturity. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So how can you do that if you're not feeding yourself with what it is that you need to be able to empower your spirit? Faith comes by, y'all preaching now, hearing what? By the word of God. So therefore, you cannot even uh, empower your faith except you're getting more of the word in yourself and you must do that with regularity. How I wonder in here how many of us actually spend quantity and quality time just sitting down with God's word with nothing else intended in the day. 
So yeah, you go to work that day, that morning, that afternoon, that evening, whatever it is. But when do you set aside the time to do nothing more than to spend time in the presence of God because you want to grow? So that now you're going to be able to see the Lord put you in situations to where he knows he can depend upon you because he knows your depth of spirit. Am I doing all right so far, Pastor? Okay, so, so, so now, so look at what the word says, Romans chapter 1. Uh, I'm going to quote verse 16 first, then verse 17. So, uh, so, so it says, for we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is the power, oh, y'all know what it says, it's the power of God, what? Unto salvation, right? Unto him that believes to the Jew first and then to the, uh, then to the Greek, right? Then, then look what verse 17 says, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed, what? From faith, what? Y'all know what it says, David, that's right. From faith to faith. Come on, DeVito. From faith, what? To faith. So, so therefore, our faith then, ultimately, Eric, is supposed to take on new dimensions. You should not allow yourself to remain at one place in your belief systems. When do you finally get to the place to where you have million dollar faith? Huh? When, when, when do you ultimately acquire billion dollar faith? Because, because man, I found out that there, some of us, we, we have a great disparity in even being able to say billion out of our mouth. We don't even think in those terms. In fact, what I learned, Claudette, is that we have too many people in the body of Christ that got a problem with saying $10. Because, just watch, watch this, because I've watched it for, for the last 35 years. I've watched it, and i watched how it is that a man of God, a woman of God, can stand before the congregation, and they can ask for $10, and there are people who are sitting there and struggling badly. We're desiring even to give $10 because the $10 seemingly is going to hurt you in such a way until you'll never recover from it. And if $10, if $10 is your threshold, you don't have any faith. And the Bible says we should be able to go up from faith to faith, right? For faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live. How? You're supposed to live by faith. This is not a based upon your capabilities. This ain't based upon your abilities. This is not based upon your talent or your gifting. That's not what this is based upon. All of this is about faith. Are y'all hearing me? For by grace are you saved. Oh, some of y'all don't know what it says. Through faith. It is the gift of God. So the, what's this? So even our salvation is not upon us. Look at what Jesus said in John chapter 15. John says in John 15, but Charles, he says, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Are y'all in the Bible? Come on now, he said, I chose you. You didn't choose me, I chose you. And then watch this, then the Bible also says, you and I can't even come to God except he draw you. 
And then the Bible says, and Dr. Hamby said it last Sunday, and that is this here, that you and I were chosen in him before the world began. You're already chosen. And so therefore, we were totally incorrect, Sean, totally out of, uh, out of the Lord's will when we sang them songs. I found the Lord one day. You ain't find the Lord, because what I learned, what I learned, Ricky, is that the Lord was never lost. So you didn't find him. You ain't find him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Lord found you. Are you hearing me? And found you and then took you out of darkness. Hey, Vanessa. <laughs> and brought you into his marvelous life. And because he brought you into his marvelous light, now Keith, he says, you are a royal priesthood. Oh, come on now. A holy nation. Are y'all hearing me? A people of God. Are you hearing what the Lord says about you? And the issue is that because of a lack of faith, you don't see yourself the way you should see yourself. You see yourself as underprivileged. You see yourself as a wretch undone. Oh, y'all don't like what I'm saying right now. You see yourself as an individual who is just totally filled with despair and no hope at all. That's the way you see yourself. Even though the man of God was, was talking about it while he was praying and the people said, oh, thank you, Lord, thank you. I heard y'all. And then after the prayer is over, you go back to your wretched ways. Even though the word of the Lord says that you're no longer a slave. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're no longer a servant. But now you are the sons and the daughters of God. And so the just, Tyrone, the just shall live. What? By, the Old Testament said by his faith. So, so watch this y'all, so watch this y'all. Kim, faith then is not an option. Well, y'all are listening real hard. Faith is not an option. Darlene, it is the believer's responsibility. It's your responsibility to acquire greater faith. Now think about this. There are many of us in here right now, you ain't got no problem going to the gym every day, so two, three times a week, three, four times a week. No, all that's great stuff, no doubt about that. But then the question becomes, how much time do you spend during the course of the week lifting holy weight? Are you hearing me? Are you building up your spiritual muscles? Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, 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 because the Bible says in First Peter chapter 4, uh, verse 7, it says there, it says, submit yourselves, therefore, unto God. Then, watch this glory, then resist the devil. And he shall what? He's going to do what? He's going to flee. All right, but wait a minute now. You can't get no fleeing until you get some submitting. Because the devil is not running away from anybody who has no power. He ain't going nowhere when he knows, and because remember, he's been watching you as a roaring lion. He walks about. What? Seeking what happens, whom he can devour. 
And so the man or the woman who spends no time in the presence of God, acquiring the things of God necessary to be able to cope with this life, even though the Lord has given you everything that pertains to life and to godliness. You already have it. It's at your disposal. But you don't use it. Because all you want to be is a church member and not a disciple. Uh, am I doing all right today, Leo? Am I doing all right? Okay. So, so, so therefore then, children of God, faith is not an option. Uh, watch this. It, it's, uh, how it, it's the currency of the kingdom. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the currency of the kingdom is faith. That, that's how you acquire anything and everything. You acquire it. How? Faith. Come on, what? Faith. Come on, church, what? By faith, by faith, by faith. Because what's this? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Look what it says. But without faith. Oh, oh Alicia, you preaching. Come on, Alicia. Without faith is what? It's impossible to please him. Look at what the word says. The word says impossible to please him. Now, that's a hard word right there. So therefore, what's this here? You have to understand it, Charles. Your faith cannot be in faith alone. Amen. Oh, man. Watch, let, let me show you. Because faith, what's this, Angie? Faith has to have an object of its affection. Amen. Yes. And so therefore, child of God, you therefore, then when it comes down to faith, you have to have a place to place your faith. Are you hearing me? Because understand something, faith ain't no magic bullet. See, because understand something, you can say faith words out your mouth. But if your heart does not corroborate what you're saying, you get nothing. Is the, is the church still praying for me? I felt like I was by myself for a minute right there, okay? Okay, so faith then, what? It's not an option. You have to walk by faith. You can't listen. Uh, uh, let, well, tell you what, let, let me go to the next point then. Uh, because until we see the Lord as our only source, we will be bound by fear. You have to see God as your only source. Are y'all hearing me? I don't care how many connections you've made in this life. They can be millionaires, billionaires. But I don't care how many connections that you've made. None of those people are really the individuals who provide for you. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Cynthia. Because watch this. Even when we wake up in the morning and you set your phone or you set the alarm clock or whatever it was and you set that and the alarm goes off and you hear it, you wake up prayerfully. Because some of us, you just reach over, hit the snooze and keep on going. Okay? But prayerfully you get up. But understand this. In order for you even to hear the alarm, There had to be some level of sensual awareness for you even to be able to hear the alarm. And guess who provided that? 
Ah, uh, yeah, 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 because the Bible says that God is the author and the finisher of our faith. Are y'all with me here? So therefore, you got to see God as your only source and stop depending on people. That has been the frustration for so many of you. That the reason why you even gave up is because you put too much trust in a human being. And the human beings let you down. And because they let you down, that's when you decided to park and sit at the side of the road and wait until Jesus returns. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Amen, y'all. But eventually, some of us have got to be like the woman with the issue of blood. Because understand something, that Jesus was on his way to go heal somebody else. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on now, that's right. He, he was on his way to go to Jairus' house. Uh -huh. he, that's where he was headed. And, and she, the Bible says, pressed her way through the crowd. She moved people out of her way. Do you understand that when you're desperate enough, when you have reached to the place where you're hungry enough that you don't care who's in the way or what's in the way, you're going to move stuff and move people out of your way to get to what you know you need. So she pressed her way. And watch this. And Pastor, you know, she was illegal. She wasn't even supposed to be there. She was bleeding. And had been bleeding for 12 years. Are y'all hearing me? The Bible says she had been bleeding for 12 years. But isn't it amazing that she had been bleeding all that time with what they tried to give her as medical help and the Bible said that the more she went to doctors, the worse she got. See, understand something, y'all. Even when you go to the doctor, in many instances, they don't know what they're treating. Y'all don't like what I'm saying. Y'all don't like what I'm saying. They don't, uh -huh, come on now, you know what I'm saying. Many times they don't know what they're treating. All they're doing is trying to treat something that looks similar to something they've seen before. Are y'all hearing me? They will tell you, I don't really know exactly what's wrong with you, but take this. And watch this here, and watch this here, and watch this, watch this, Aaron. And by faith, in the doctor you take the medicine it ain't about the faith in God it's about faith in the doctor and what he or she said so you take the medication with all of its side effects I wish I had more time to talk I wish I, wish I had time to talk to y'all I, I don't have all the time I need to talk to y'all okay but, but you cannot be bound by fear, nor can you be bound by worry. You cannot allow yourself to worry about nothing. Uh-oh. Yeah, I quiet the whole crowd down. A hush came over the crowd. Yeah, you can't worry about anything. Jesus says, take no thought. What you gonna eat? What you gonna drink? What you going to wear? Are you hearing me? He said, don't even take a thought about tomorrow. What you worry about that for? Tomorrow didn't even get here yet. And watch this. And you pulled all of tomorrow's challenges and calamities and distractions into your today. So that in actuality, what you've done is compounded your problem. 
because you don't walk by faith. Oh Lord. Okay. Look, 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 look. Let me show, look at what the Bible said. Write this one down. Psalm 75, verse 6 and 7. For exaltation comes from neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But God, what? Is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. Do you understand that God can give you a position that you're not even qualified for? Did y'all hear what I just said? Huh? He, listen, 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 y'all. And, 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 and in fact, sometimes, baby, I've learned that sometimes he can put you on a track that's accelerated and push you ahead of other folks. And watch this. And they started out behind you. Are you hearing me? All you have to do is remember this passage. Humble yourselves, therefore. Come on, I need that one. Huh? Under the mighty hand of God. And he will exalt you when? In due time. In the time he intended. The time he intended before the world began. It was all in his plan. And all that he's looking for, Kim, is a man or a woman who will cooperate with his plan. That's all the Lord's looking for from you. He's just looking for your cooperation. Are you hearing me? What's this? What's this? He's not looking for you to try to come up with some futile plan of your own. Because many of us in this room already know, Nehemiah, we already know that so many of the plans that we came up with were futile in their attempts. But it wasn't until we said, yes, Lord. Y'all don't, don't want this. Y'all don't want this. I said, it wasn't until we said, yes, Lord. Huh? And that's when things finally came into fruition. Y'all still with me, right? Okay, because watch this, watch this. Oh, man, I got to hurry up. All right, so... So Jesus, watch this now, Jesus was a man who lived with full awareness of all his capabilities and knew that there were no limitations. He was in totally in full awareness of all of his capabilities. There is never ever a time as we search the New Testament where we see Jesus saying, well, um, I don't know, I think I need to go somewhere try to figure this out. Not one time. They came to him and said, Jesus, uh, so-and-so is sick. No problem. Where are they? Take me where they are. Or bring them to me. And he would automatically diagnose the situation and deal with it instantaneously. And everything that Jesus did happened immediately. Yeah. Are y'all still here? Yeah. Because why? He, first of all, he knew himself. And one of the greatest issues for some of us in this room right now is you have difficulty with self-identity. You don't really know who you are. And like I said a few moments ago, your issue is, is that all you know is that your name is Jones, Smith, Williams, you know, and you know that, and that's who you think you are. But wait a minute, my question is, who were you before the world began? <laughs> Who?
Who were you before you entered your father and your mother's womb? What, what's this? What, Lucy, what did God intend before you and I showed up on the planet? And the greatest issue with so many of us is that you spend your time being distracted by so many other things that you spend little or no time trying to discover who you're supposed to be and what your contribution should be to the earth realm. So what's this? So we live life empty and and there's a void inside of us. You live your life in such a way until there's little or no fulfillment at all. And so then what we do, what's this? So what we do is that we fill our life with all sorts of activities trying to fill up the hole that's inside of us. And you live life with total limitation on your life. You don't see yourself as an individual who has such power that you can command your way. You don't live life with authority. You don't live life with any level of boldness or any kind of confidence and conviction in your life because you think that that's only for preachers. And here it is that you're supposed to be an individual who, as Jesus demonstrated to these disciples, time and time again, showing them exactly who they were supposed to be. Because understand this, Jesus doing what he did, it wasn't so much about him demonstrating to them who he was, he was trying to show them who they were supposed to have been. Because when Jesus came, think about this y'all, many of you ain't gonna like this. Do you understand that the message that Jesus taught was never a message of salvation? I'm in trouble now, Daryl, I'm in trouble. Hear me, Jesus' message was never a message of you shall be born again. If you search the New Testament very carefully, he only said it once. He only said it once, and he said it to a Jewish leader who came to him by night, Nicodemus. Two o'clock in the morning, Nicodemus came to see Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, shh, don't, don't tell nobody I came to see you, man. <laughs> see, and that's exactly, but see, that's our problem, though. Pastor Rashid, that's our problem, because we got too many believers in the body who are secret agent Christians. <laughs> Y'all not walking with me on this. Y'all not walking with me on this. I said too many of you are nothing more than secret agent Christians. That's all that you are. Because you don't really want to identify yourself to the world. Even though Jesus says you're supposed to shine as a light in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. And so therefore you live life with limitation. And there should be none. There should be no boundaries. There should be no borders. In fact, we even put a border on ourselves like this. We're thinking that we were talking in an unlimited fashion. The sky is the limit. That's a limit. Yeah, Madge, 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 Madge. You in college, Madge, you understand me? The sky is a limit. How in the world can the sky then be a limit? Because of the fact that the sky is only what you can see. 
the universe itself is vast. In fact, in fact, scientists are still finding new planets almost every week. So then why in the world would you put a border on yourself, put a limit on yourself by saying the sky is the limit? As opposed to just continuing to say out your mouth, there are no limits. I can do, you can do all things. How? Through Christ who strengthens me. And he strengthens me where, Robin? He strengthens me from the inside out. Trust me, child of God, this is an inside job. Can I have five more minutes, man? I need five minutes. I need five minutes. I just, I just need five minutes, okay? Because remember, the scripture says, verse 20, uh, back to Mark 11, now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you curse has withered away. So they're going by this tree, a fig tree, and Joe, as they go by the fig tree, um, Jesus sees leaves on the fig tree, and he believes now that he can go there and get a fig or two. Now, the Bible also will tell you, and I believe in John, it says that it was not the time for figs. It wasn't the time. So why in the world would Jesus be expecting it? Why? Because in Palestine, in Judea, what would happen is that on some of the fig trees, early on, before they actually became fully ripe, there may sometimes be little small buds of figs on the tree. And Jesus went there in the hopes of the fact that there might be some small bud on the tree, but there was none. And so as an object lesson, he speaks to the tree and tells the tree that you'll never produce anything anymore ever again and leaves. He didn't even stick around to see what was going to happen. It was Peter, remember, that the Bible says that when they come by now the next day, the tree is dried up what? From the root, from the root, meaning that it will never be able to produce fruit again. Right? Okay, are y'all with me? Okay, so, 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 understand this then. The tree, a fig tree, has a root system that goes so deep into the ground that sometimes it would take a hundred years for the tree to actually die. And in 24 hours. Y'all, y'all ain't listening, y'all ain't listening. Y'all ain't listening, y'all ain't listening. In 24 hours, the tree dried up from the root. Why? Because Jesus said so. See, our problem is, even though you know you have the Holy Spirit in you, you just don't know how to access him. You don't know how to really use him. Because remember that it was the faith of Jesus and what he said that made that tree dry up. And now he's trying to show the disciples. So that's why he says, verse 22, so Jesus answered and said to him, them, have what? Faith in God. Another way to say it, the way the Greek reads Vanessa, is have the God kind of faith. God's faith is what? Perfect. Whatever he says. Now, let me say this to you. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, right? And the earth was without what? Form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep, right? And the spirit of the Lord hovered above the waters, right? And then, verse 4 and God said, Amen. 
God said. Now, first thing, let's get this, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wind up. God said, first thing is, he said, let there be light, right? So therefore, God has no problem looking at his mess. The earth was without form and void. Darkness upon the face of the deep. God said, turn on the light. Let me look at it. So here's the thing, children of God. There are some of you in this room right now that the only reason why life continues to plumb the depths of life for you is because you are afraid to turn the light on. You are afraid to look at your own mess. And until you turn the light on and look at what it is that you need to address, your situation is going to remain the same. Oh, but more than anything else, more than anything else, and God said. God said. And so now, children of God, when will you finally come to the place to where you say? What are you speaking? And speaking with boldness and authority. Because you have authority. Luke chapter 10, verse 18. Behold, I give unto you power, good God Almighty, to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing, nothing by any means can hurt you. Did y'all get this? Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall become what? Witnesses unto me, but you shall receive power. And, the, and in Luke chapter 10 verse 18, the word power there is the Greek word exousia, which means power with authority. You have authority to speak things into this earth realm. But you got to say it and mean it from the depths of your heart. You can't be afraid to say it. Amen. Are y'all hearing me? Watch this. Stop being afraid of what people are going to think about you because of the fact that you dared to say something that don't go along with their theological difference with you. Understand something, y'all. Understand something, y'all. Their theology will never trump your experience. Are y'all hearing me? You got to stop. Watch this. You got to stop saying what you see and say what he said. Are y'all with me? Stop saying what you see which in many times, in most instances, is filtered through your emotions and your feelings. Some of us are so, I'm telling you, we are emotionally wrecked because everything happens through your feelings. And the Lord did not ask you to process life through your senses. Are y'all with me? Okay, because watch this. Let me, let me say this, and here's, here's my last point. Because you know what? Faith is going to open you up to ridicule because people without faith are going to think you foolish. Yes, they will. They're going to think you lost your mind. 
because of the fact that you were dead to say, you know what, next week, this time, I'm going to be moving into a new house. You caught it. See, you caught it. Yeah. I'm going to be moving into a new house next week. Okay? And man, they'll look at you. Man, you ain't even got no money. You ain't got no money. Your credit is all jacked up. Hey, but when faith is at work, faith, faith transcends money. Faith transcends credit records. Are y'all hearing me? Faith transcends all them people who are saying all kind of nonsense and foolish things to you. Faith trumps all of that stuff. And all you got to do is believe in your heart of hearts that you have what you say. Are y'all with me? Okay, because watch this. Watch this. Let me show you, let me show you how bad it can get. Last scripture. Go to Luke chapter 8. Go to Luke chapter 8, verse 49. Luke chapter 8, verse 49. This is the last scripture for today. Luke 8, verse 49. And as the old folks would say, I hunked off a bunch of stuff. Luke chapter 8, verse 49. All right? Are y'all with me there? Look what it says. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher or trouble the rabbi. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, do not be afraid. Only what? Believe. Believe and she will what? Now remember in the natural, they've said she's dead. Jesus said there's something else that you can't see. Verse 51, when he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James, and John. So he left the other nine disciples outside and the father and the mother of the girl. Now listen, now all wept and mourned for her. But he said, do not weep. She is not dead, but what? She's Pat. Me and you got to talk. She's sleeping. Verse 53. And they ridiculed him, knowing that she was dead. As far as their natural senses was concerned, it was over. She was gone. All right? Verse 54. But he put them all outside. You know what? See, that's the problem, Anna. See, the problem is that some of y'all have not yet learned how to get rid of all your stinking thinkers. One more time. Huh? Huh? All them folk that don't think like you. All them folk that don't believe like you. All them folk that don't have faith like you. You got to learn how to get them out of your life, get them out of the way, so that you can begin to speak faith. And have no qualms about doing it. Tell them, get out. I don't need you up in here right now with that kind of with that kind of nonsense. I don't want to hear what you're saying in here. If you can't speak faith, get out. If I help somebody else right now, look at them and tell them if they don't speak faith, come on, tell them if they don't speak faith, tell them to get out. If they don't speak faith, tell them to roll. Get up. Get out. 
I don't need you in here. You ain't helping me. Get up out of here. He said, you put them all outside, took her by the hand and called saying, little girl, arise. Then her spirit returned and she arose, what? Immediately. And he commanded that she be given something to eat and her parents were astonished, but he charged them to tell nobody what had happened. See, because understand, faith don't need applause. When I'm walking by faith, I don't need nobody's approval. I don't need nobody certifying or qualifying what I just said or what I just did. All I know is I spoke it by faith, and now it's between me and my heavenly Father, and I'm going to watch this thing manifest. Everybody say manifest. Manifest. Because it's going to manifest how? By faith. Not because of all the connections I have. Not because of how much money I have. Are y'all hearing me here? None of that stuff. Yes, it's nice, but none of that stuff really matters. Amen, y'all. Because an ounce of favor. Y'all don't hear, y'all don't like this. Y'all don't like this. I said, the ounce of favor huh, is worth more than all the gold, all the silver. Are you hearing me? All the high powered people is more than that. All I need is favor. And I don't know about any of y'all, but I know I walk in favor. I walk in favor. You know why I walk in favor? Amen. Because that's my covenant promise. By covenant, God has given me favor. You ought to put that in the atmosphere. I have favor. I have favor. Come on, you know what I'm saying? I have favor. <laughs> yes, Lord, I have favor. So I know what God's going to do for me. And not only, watch this, not only what he's going to do for me, what he's done for me. See, 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 because the thing is, y'all, thing is, y'all, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be healed. I'm not going to be healed. I, I am healed. I'm not going to be delivered. I am delivered. I'm not going to get a breakthrough. I already have my breakthrough. And I speak it by faith. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. Be afraid of what? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Be afraid of what? Be afraid of who? Are y'all understanding me? There's nothing to be afraid of, y'all. No matter, listen, and here's the thing. Also, let me say this, Ron, before I close. No matter how long it takes. 
no matter how long it takes just because of the fact that you pray by faith today does not mean it's going to happen tonight 1st John chapter 5 verse 14 if we ask anything according to his will he hears us so your asking or your proclamation your declaration is not going to preempt his will are y'all hearing me it wasn't until Hezekiah was about to die y'all don't want to hear this Hezekiah was getting ready to die the prophet had come and pronounced his death sentence but the Bible says he turned his head to the wall he said Lord I've served you faithfully he said Lord I've been doing what you told me to do he said Lord I don't think it's time for me to check out of here yet and the Bible said that the Lord stopped the prophet in the hallway go back sometimes you just got to wait for the Lord to give you the go back and he said go back and tell oh no I can't do that he said tell my son that he got 15 more years God will extend your life God will expand your life God will give you a life that man cannot give you not a pill can supply not a needle can do it no massage can do it for you are you hearing what I'm saying God will deliver you by faith and you trust him you trust him and you believe in him even when everybody around you has already canceled it out watch this you have got to believe even when everybody else in your environment has stopped believing I'm talking to somebody in here right now I said even when everybody else has told you to shut it down you hold on to your most holy faith you shall decree a thing hey Joe you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you and he will shine a light upon your way and all you have got to do is say it by faith and you'll have whatever you say you've been listening to straight from the pastor's hearts ministries thank you so much for tuning in today and especially for that man or for that woman out there who does not know the lord jesus today please know that it's a very, very simple process. You don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to jump up and down or anything like that. All that the Lord is looking for you to do is one simple thing. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised it from the dead. You shall be saved. Please know it's just that simple. You don't have to do anything else. But more than anything, make sure that you listen back into us once again. Don't you dare miss it. We'll have some vital information for you once again to help you continue this great journey along with the Lord Jesus Christ. Love you all now. God bless.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.